Welcome on into the Prowl Podcast. This is Chris Wilcox, joined today by uh, Coach Nick Montai. Uh, coach Montai is a coach of the Carroll Clay Target Club uh, that officially started this year uh, in the springtime, correct, Nick? That's correct. So, so Nick, tell me a little bit about the Clay Target Club here in Carroll, uh, how it got started, and uh, why Carroll and just... Give me a little bit of history behind it so far. Well, um, I, I saw a need for it. You know, I noticed that local schools had the uh, Clay Target Club. Carroll did not. Um, we've got some kids that they might do other sports, but other kids don't have a sport to do, and this fits in what they need. Um, I know it's a little non-traditional sport, I'd say, but, uh, you know, I, I, we're in a rural community. We have a lot of parents that like this kind of thing and I thought it was needed. Well, you say you like this type of thing. I mean, we look at trap. I mean, we, we're, we're in a rural area, hunting setting uh, area, right, for the most part. So tell me a little bit about the gun aspect and do you have to have hunter safety to be out here? Uh, what are the rules uh, to the club itself? Okay, well, um, to get in the club, you either have to have hunter safety or you can do an online, basically hunter safety online. Um, I'd recommend actually doing the hunter safety if you haven't done that yet, but you can just do the online course. It's about a five hour course online. Um, last last uh, summer at the state shoot, there were over 2000 students that are doing it. So it's quite a popular thing in Michigan. Um, and every, every uh, state has their own league. Um, and we're lucky here in Michigan where the states are at Mason right here in Michigan and then if they go on to nationals that's also at Mason in Michigan here so we don't have to travel to uh to, to participate in that uh national event yeah well it's it's always nice to have stuff right in your backyard right, right. and 2,000 kids is a lot of kids especially when you start breaking it down you know and you look at uh uh, the the sport as a whole, you know, you have these trap houses down in Mason. You know, we see the small ones around the area here at certain gun, gun clubs. And you're like, wow, okay, those are nice. But then you get down to Mason. Explain that scene for me a little bit down there at States this past year. Yeah, I mean, it was actually crazy. I mean, I didn't, going there for the first time, I did not expect it to be as large as it was, actually. Um, what you've got is you've got almost a mile, half mile to a mile of uh, trap stations set up in a row. And there are, you know, like I said, 2,000 kids shooting. You know, they, they shoot two rounds in the morning and two rounds in the afternoon. And it's a lot of shooting and a lot of fun. You know, food trucks and all the schools have tents with their school name on them. And it's a, it's a nice, uh, nice community. So when you say the kids, I mean, is this open to boys and girls? What's the ages? What's not the ages? Kind of give our listeners a little bit of detail on that. Yeah. Um, you know what? Something that's very nice about this league that we're in, it's for open for boys and girls, 6th grade up through 12th grade. Um, we can even have handicapped kids if they're in a wheelchair or whatnot. We can make it work for them. So everybody gets to participate. Um, and we compete against schools that are our size. So we, right now we have 16 kids on the, on the team. We're competing against schools that have right around 16 kids. And they're taking the top nine of the 16. So um, everybody gets to participate. Everybody gets to enjoy it. And we're competing on a level playing field that way as well. Um, there are some schools that are in the league that are 
a lot smaller and they're paired up with smaller schools and there's schools that are bigger and they're paired up with bigger schools. So it's interesting the way you say that because the very first time that pairings came out, I looked at it, I was like, oh, wow, we're, we're, we're shooting against Midland, right? And you think Midland to Carroll, you're like, wow, that's, that's a different comparison of size, but it's all based upon the shooters that, that are there on the team. Right. I mean, if, if you're taking your, say, your top nine like we are, and you're competing against a school that has nine versus a school that has 20, well, the top, top nine out of 20 is probably going to be better than the top nine out of nine. Right, right. So. Absolutely. So we start, we, we start talking a little bit about the, the trap. And, and right now, uh, the kids are actually out there shooting skeet as we're, as we're talking. Tell me a little bit about the difference between skeet and trap. It, not just, I guess, for me, but just for the listeners themselves. On, on what they could expect when they come out. Um, are you doing skeet in the spring? Are you doing in the fall? Are you doing trap in the fall and the spring? Kind of give the listeners a, a little bit of detail. Well, I would consider trap more like pheasant hunting if you're a hunter. Um, all the birds are going away from you. Might be at a 30-degree angle away, but they're, they're going away from you. Um, and skeet would be more like duck hunting. Um, they could be coming straight at you. They can be going right over your head. They could be completely crossing 90 degrees angle from you. Um, there's also doubles in trap, I mean in skeet, which means you have to shoot twice. There's a bird coming from one house and a bird coming from another house at the same time. In trap, it's just one bird. You can use a single shot gun if you want for that. Um, I would consider trap personally easier than skeet, but some, you know, some people don't. Um, currently... We are shooting skeet in the fall. Uh, we shot trap in the spring. Um, this coming spring, I'm hoping to shoot trap and skeet and let the students decide if they want to shoot one or the other or both. Um, I just want, we wanted to get a feel of how skeet worked this spring, I mean this fall, see how it works with the kids before we threw them into doing both of them. So tell us a little bit about your team. Um, you know, obviously I know quite a bit about them, uh, the kids out here shooting, so on and so forth. But about maybe the, it's it's very different. There's a lot of actually middle schoolers on the team more than anything. So um, I, I guess I'll say maybe successful times coming uh, for the club. Um, and and I mean, in my opinion, obviously I'm not a coach, but they're pretty dang good shooters at that. They are. Um, you know, I'm happy to say that currently in, in skeet we're in first place in our league and we're in first place by a whole lot and we only have three high schoolers on the team and the rest are all middle schoolers so if you look at it that way i would say we're going to have a very successful at least four more years possibly a whole lot more than that um trap we did well as, as we did well in the spring as uh, also um and i think we'll continue to do well come this spring and trap and skeet. So when we take a look at the team, uh, both your, your daughter and your son are shooting. Uh, last I saw, Zoe was uh, ranked pretty high in states for skeet. Um, Landon was up there as well. Uh, as, a, as the father side of things, how does that make you feel? Because I know you put a lot of time in at clubs and when you travel and things of that nature. So, I mean, as a father, what is, what is, how does that make you feel inside? Oh, it's great. I mean, Zoe didn't have a whole lot of interest up until this year, actually up until spring when Landon was shooting uh, trap and she's, you know, kind of checked it out and Hey, you know, I could probably do that. Um, and she's currently first in our league for women and second overall in the state. So I'm, so, you know, as a dad, how can I not be happy about that? Yeah. You gotta be real happy about that. <laughs> yeah. um, Landon is doing great. 
Um, like I said, Skeet's a little bit harder than Trap, and he's stepping up to the plate and doing well. But I, but I can say that about every kid on the league. I, 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 I'm just overly happy with how our students are doing. I mean, from the best shooter to kids that are struggling, they're struggling, but they're still improving. And you can hardly tell them apart from day one till now how, how much they've improved. I mean, it's just great. So if somebody wants to join, uh, you know, starting spring of next year, or can they join now? What, what do they need? Um, and how and where can they contact somebody to get started? Okay. Um, what they need is they need either hunter safety or the online course. Um, probably the easiest way to find all that stuff is to join our Facebook page, uh, Carroll Community Schools Clay Trap Club. Um, that's, that's the easiest way to find information or to contact me personally. Um, they need ear protection and eye protection. Uh, technically, I have eye protection if they don't have it, but they need eye, ear and eye protection. Um, they don't even need a gun. I, I uh, have guns that we can get them started with using. Um, the parents will have to provide shells at this point. We're, you know, we're looking for donations for shells, and it'd have to be donated to the club, not the school, because of you know, issue, firearm issues. Okay. But uh, we, we're looking for donations for shells so it can take a little bit of that financial burden off parents, but currently parents are paying for the shells. Uh, students would have to shoot two rounds a week, so you need two boxes of shells a week. Um, they can shoot more than that. They could shoot, you know, we have students that are shooting four rounds a week, one practice and, and uh, score each day, but they don't have to do that. They can just get, a, get with two rounds a week. So while, while shooting that... How how does the scoring work for trap and skeet? Tell me a little bit about the scoring aspect. Okay, well, it, you have 25 birds that you can hit. Um, in skeet, you, there's eight different stations. First station you shoot four. Second station is four. Then two, two, two. Then four and four. And then two. And if, and that, if you are good at math, it came up to 24. There's a one bird that if the first miss you have, no matter where it is on the course, you shoot that again. If you haven't missed, you shoot that at the center station, low house, shoot it twice. Um, trap, there's five different stations. You shoot five birds at each station. And you get one point for every bird you get, possible 25. Well, it seems pretty easy for the most part, uh, and it is easy, right? Um, easy enough to get, uh, easy enough to join the team, uh, easy enough to contact you, easy enough to follow along. You know, I, I would, I'm going to put it out there. If if you're looking for your child to participate into a sport that is something they can really get into, um, I recommend the Carroll Clay Target Club um, all day, every day. Um, it's, it's very simple. It's very easy, um, especially if your kids love to shoot. Um, I know my mine does. Uh, he loves to shoot. That is one thing he's, he's told me. He says, Dad, even just when you're having a really good day or a really bad day, it's always nice to go out and shoot at Clay Targets. And and, and I absolutely agree with that. How could you not, right? So, um, Nick, hey, I want to thank you for your time. But before we go, what is one thing that you could tell the community on why they should back the Carol T Clay Target Club and why someone should come out and participate in the Clay Target Club? Well, it's a, a sport that every student can do, whether you're in sixth grade or 12th grade, boy or girl, 
handicapped or not, you can do this sport and be successful at it. Um, it gets you off the couch and off your Xbox or cell phone. Um, it doesn't take a whole lot of your time up. We just do it on two days a week. Uh, you have to show up one of those two days a week. And we, I work around sports. Um, currently, we're shooting on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock and Sundays at uh, 5 o'clock. Just kids that have full weekday schedules, they can come out on Sunday and shoot. Kids that are busy on the weekends can make up that round on Tuesday. So I'm trying to make it as easy for the parents and the students as possible to participate. Well, from a parent standpoint, it's very easy. I'll tell you that. Um, I know that both of my kids obviously uh, dual sport in a lot of things. Um, sometimes, I guess, apparently triple sport. I don't know if that's even <laughs> even even an option, but it's an option here. So, hey, Nick, I want to thank you for your time. I know that um, you personally have put a lot of time into getting this going, uh, getting things moving along. Uh, now, do you have, real quick, do you have assistant coaches that help you out? Is it just you? Um, and then uh, about sponsorships. What if somebody wants to sponsor? How could they do that as well? Well, um, they can either contact me directly or uh, Peggy Monti, who is officially the coach. She's my wife. She works at the school um, for technical reasons. That yep. she, She's the coach, actually, and I'm, I'm the assistant coach. Um, but we do have other coaches, other parents that uh, help out. Um, we actually need one, uh, one coach for every 10 students. So that's why we have parents that are helping out. We, we just want safety is number one. Um, safety and enjoying themselves and having fun. But safety is important. So that's why we have so many coaches. If, if, if you saw the homecoming parade, there were three of us walking in that parade. And I would say that's the kind of the core of the coaching. But uh, we have parents that help out. We, we have most of the students' parents stay here during the shoot, help out if we need it. May, may, they might pick up the, the release and help out releasing the bird, they might take the scorecard and take score for us. It's just, it's a great community for them to be in. Well, hey, Nick, uh, once again, I want to thank you for your time uh, very much. So for myself, Chris Wilcox, for Nick Montai, thank you for tuning on in to the Prowl Podcast.